Hey everyone, welcome back. My name is Jillian Berry and I am so excited for today's episode. We have an amazing guest with us. We have Shane Sterling from Raw Vegan Rising and we're going to be talking about every single thing you guys need to know in order to do a proper, amazing juice fast. So I get asked this question all the time. I did 37 days once and it was the best 37 days of my entire life. So juice cleansing has so many benefits. It can save lives and just overall, it does so much for the body, mind and spirit. And I really wanted to create this video with somebody else. And the first person that came to mind was Shane. He has coached so many people on juicing. And in my opinion, he is an expert in this field. So today we're going to answer all your questions. You're going to want to stick around to the end and let's get started. Hey, Shane, how's it going? Jillian. Hi, so glad to be on. Thank you for having me. Yes, I love having <laughs> I appreciate you. Uh, juice fasting is one of my ultimate favorite topics because juice fasting changed my life. And I started coaching people on their own juice fasts very soon in my own journey, my raw vegan journey and my detoxification journey and healing journey. But now I've coached hundreds of people through juice fasts. My group, Raw Vegan Heroes, which is a juice fasting support community, has almost 500 members. There's probably 100 people juice fasting right now. So every day I'm interacting with people who are on long-term juice fasts, experiencing these amazing transformations in their health and in their just well-being and their outlook on life. I mean, the testimonials and the experiences that I've gone through with people are absolutely mind-blowing. So I'm a huge fan of juice fasting. No matter what the naysayers out there say about juice fasting, I know there's a lot of negativity and a lot of like people trying to debunk it, but the proof is in the pudding. When you see people on a juice fast or after a juice fast, their lives are transformed. And so this is a great topic. I can't wait to talk about it. And thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. I love this topic. I would love to start out with you talking a little bit briefly about your juice fast. So what led you to that and sort of what was your experience with it and why you went the 40 days? Well, I knew I wanted to be a raw vegan from the age of 30 because I came across the information. I'd been a vegan for many, many years of my life. And when I first discovered the concept of a raw vegan diet, I was pretty mind blown. And I was also a little intimidated. I thought it was for maybe like spiritual monks living on mountaintops. I was like, how is that realistic? Who could be a raw vegan? And I just kind of kept it on the back burner as something that I would maybe do in the future. You know, if I ever really like got to the highest level of my spiritual pursuits in life, maybe I could do that. But in my denial of the of the truth over the years, I started to develop some health issues. I got um, like a chronic skin inflammation issue going on. I was doing like a bodybuilding type diet, high protein. I, I went off of a vegan diet for a period of time for some years to my detriment. It taught me a lot and I'm grateful for the insight that I've gained from eating high amounts of animal products and protein powders and doing that medical mainstream narrative that they tell us how we're supposed to eat. But it caused so much health problems that I said, okay, I have to figure out a solution. This chronic skin inflammation that I had was so chronic for five years. I would read forums online about how to reverse this skin inflammation. People would be coming up with all these crazy things like do, you know, salt scrubs on your skin and you know, different remedies, baking soda and apple cider vinegar and all this stuff. I've tried everything. I mean, for years I tried everything, nothing worked. Finally, I really just, I, I think I maybe came across something on a forum somewhere. I was researching voraciously and somebody mentioned raw food and I think everything started to click and it just was this like windfall of remembering. I went vegan instantly. I said, okay, I'm going to take this on. I went instantly back to a vegan diet. I decided I was going to do a 40 day juice fast to kick off a being hundred percent raw vegan. That's what it was. So I did a juice fast to prepare my gut to be a raw vegan because I knew if I was going to be able to be successful eating raw food long-term, I had to clean out my digestive system. And there's really two reasons for that. One, we've got to clean out the digestive system to help with absorption. People talk about nutrient deficiencies. We can't even begin to talk about nutrient deficiencies, B12 or iodine or D3 or any of it until we talk about how our body is absorbing. So I'm a pretty intuitive person. I'm a pretty smart person. And I knew that I had to clean out the biofilms and the waste out of my GI tract 
to be able to absorb properly. Mm -hmm. If I was going to go on this journey to be a raw vegan long-term, I didn't want to be worried about deficiencies down the road. I knew that if I took care of this variable right off the bat, that I, I just am eliminating that problem right off the, right out of the gate. So I decided to do a juice fast for that reason. And then the other reason was bowel transit time. If we have waste accumulated in the digestive system from a lifetime of poor diet, overly cooked foods, denatured foods, and animal products, it creates biofilm and waste accumulation. That will inhibit the transit time of raw foods, which of course are high water, high fiber, high enzyme content. Raw foods, fruits, and, and green salads want to move through the digestive system very fast. So if there's any blockages, and the food's trying to move through fast, what happens? We get gas and bloating and fermentation. We have to make sure the digestive system is cleaned out to avoid fermentation. And foods sitting in the digestive system too long are really one of the main contributors to acidosis and chronic illness and disease. So it's, it's a good idea to clean out the digestive system regardless of what diet you're on. Mm -hmm. So I decided 40 days because I don't know. I picked that number. I just thought it sounded good. I think it says that Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, right? So um, I think I just picked it for that reason. I was willing to go longer. And actually I eliminated mucoid plaque out of my digestive system on my first 40 day juice fast in probably, I think 20 days, 25 wow. days all of the mucoid plaque had come out. I'd released a huge amount of waste out of my digestive system. And I kept going just to hit that 40 day mark, just to make sure that my digestive system was completely cleaned out and that there was no more waste coming out. So I was committed to that. I was committed to the emptying of my digestive system, regardless of how long it took. That was my goal. That was my focus. And I did, um, kind of an adapted version of the Arise and Shine Cleanse, which is raw juices plus psyllium husk and bentonite clay as bowel detoxifiers to pull heavy metals out and to sweep the digestive system clean. So I had come up with this protocol just on my own through my research and through trial and error. And now today, the protocol I used on my very first juice fast is helping hundreds and hundreds of people get mucoid plaque out and have successful juice fasts themselves. And now I've adapted it even further over years, working with people to make my personal protocol on juice fasting very, very efficient. So if somebody's mm -hmm. going to do a juice fast, they're going to be able to get the most out of it for the least amount of time, the least amount of effort and the least amount of money invested. Mm -hmm. So my first juice fasting experience was miraculous. Amazing. It and it, when and you it removed my health problem too, my, my skin inflammation was gone. So, yeah. And when you removed the mucoid plaque, which was, I, I think so amazing, such a goal for so many people in like the health world. Did you feel like some people say they feel so euphoric and amazing and like this crazy feeling after they release it? Did you release like a chunk at once and then have that feeling? Oh yes, absolutely. For sure. Well, what's interesting is the day and hours leading up to the my first release of mucoid plaque, I felt really, really bad, like toxic and shaky and like, um, uh, you know, like cold and flu type symptoms. And it was like at the worst feeling. And then all of a sudden I had this release of mucoid plaque. I was actually driving on the freeway and I think I was going to the airport or something to pick up a friend and I had to pull over on the side of the road and use like a, a it was a Pete's coffee that was like off the freeway. I had to stop and go into a Pete's coffee, <laughs> use the bathroom really quick and mucoid plaque came out and it was the most euphoric feeling. I swear to God, it was like having a load lightened off of me. It was like having these like ton of bricks lifted off my shoulders and all of a sudden the, the feeling of toxicity and heaviness and cold and flu symptoms lifted. And I felt this like euphoric kind of sense of freedom come over me. It was exactly as you said, it was an amazing feeling. Incredible. And I think that's really hard to get out if you're not juicing, right? Like it's really hard to get out if you're eating solid foods. Yeah. So through my years of experience, we we're not going to get mucoid plaque out if we're eating solid foods. So people ask me all the time, can I do this with a smoothie cleanse? Mm -hmm. Can I just, you know, have smoothies or can I 
add protein powder to my juices. For instance, people are always looking for ways to maintain some sort of fiber or food in their diet and cleanse at the same time. But to remove mucoid plaque, in my experience, we have to surrender to the juice fasting experience completely. We have to really just focus on nothing but juices for an extended period of time, as long as it takes to allow the body to release it. Because really what I've experienced personally and through witnessing and helping hundreds of people is that we really have to allow the body to trust us. We've been eating toxic foods our whole life. We've been eating chemicals and animal products, highly acid forming foods. And our body, it doesn't trust us. We are disconnected from our body. And how many people out there, you know, are disconnected from their body? They're disempowered from their body. They're scared of their body. They think that their health problems are out of their control and they're being attacked by their body. Their body's some like mysterious mystery that's always mm -hmm. causing problems and stuff. That's because we're not, we're not connected. So when we do a juice fast, it gives us that opportunity to surrender, give our body nothing but fresh alkaline raw juices, which is really all our body wants is the fresh alkaline foods, high nutrition, high mineral content like that. And so the body will relax. The body will truly relax. And it'll when the body truly relax, relaxes and trusts us again, that's when that mucoid plaque is going to come out. So mm -hmm. that could take weeks for certain individuals, depending on who you are, how toxic your body is, how disconnected you are, in how much fear you are. A lot of people are in fear. And so if we just continually surrender, lean on the juices, you know, we're hungry and scared, drink more juice. We're afraid of our health problems getting worse, drink more juice. And if we do that, if we continually lean into the wisdom and the power of fresh raw juices, we're going to experience that deep relaxation, the body reconnecting, a deep reconnection of trust between our mind, soul, and body. And that's where that magic happens. It's life changing, not only to release mucoid plaque and get an empty our GI tract and clean it out and reset, but the, on the spiritual level, the reconnecting that happens too. We, we start to realize and remember maybe where true life force comes from, that God already has this plan for us. Like, you know, the, the, the raw foods, just as it comes from mother nature, like growing on the trees and the vines right out of the garden, fresh out of the ground. That's where the life force comes from. That's what keeps us healthy and connected and mm -hmm. at, at the highest level of our experience, the best version of ourselves. That's what does it. Yeah, absolutely. When I did 37 days, like I never felt more spiritually connected in my whole life. And then like the more you clean out, the more you feel that connection, like you were saying. And I want to ask you, so for people who don't know, in your opinion, where does the mucoid plaque come from? I think a lot of people don't know, like you can get this plaque inside you. And what do you think it is a buildup from? Yeah, it's a great question. <clears throat> for one, I would highly recommend if someone is interested in understanding more about mucoid plaque, I would highly recommend not going on Google and researching it for one. Google is owned by a Chinese pharmaceutical company. Anything related to health or natural healing is censored or slandered. There, there's an effort to slander any um, information around natural healing. So we're kind of on our own on this one. If you consider yourself, if the listeners consider themselves to be natural healers or interested in natural healing, we have to be smart about this. And we have to find this information out through personal experience, trial and error, and listening to others who are unplugged from the matrix and who are doing personal experimentation and going down this path of natural personal healing. So I highly recommend to not, you know, boggle your mind with what's on Google about this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For one. Um, yeah. But I think mucoid plaque comes from an acid forming diet. That's the bottom line. When we eat foods that have an acidic metabolic residue, that acidic metabolic residue creates irritation in our body. And then our body's natural defense mechanism against acid irritation is mucus. Cholesterol buildup in our veins is also another form of biofilm. It's a protection against the acids. If you think about somebody who's got high cholesterol and clogged arteries, what is their diet like? It's highly acid forming foods, grains, meat, eggs, milk, uh, cooked oils, things that are continually irritating to the body. 
That's what happens in the digestive system. Continually irritating the digestive system with acid-forming foods, the body's going to naturally form mucus. And over time, that mucus has nowhere to go. It doesn't come out because we're eating these denatured diets. There's no fiber. It doesn't move through. And it accumulates. It hardens. And we get hardened mucus. And not only that, but the bacterial balance in the digestive system from acid-forming foods like meats and grains is going to create an overgrowth of these bacteria that also excrete acids. The bacteria in our gut will eat the food and then excrete acid as waste. Not only is the food we're eating acid-forming, but the bacteria that feed on these foods are highly acid-forming. So then we're getting double whammy of acids in the digestive system. And these bacteria also then create biofilms as their own natural protection. So generally, when we talk about biofilms, it's actually a natural environment created by the bacterial colonies to harbor their, you know, their existence so they can thrive within certain environments. So we get these biofilms, not only from our own body producing it, making mucus, and the mucus being old and hardened, but then the bacteria create these biofilms for themselves. So that combination, plus on top of that, <laughs> our digestive system is really long, 32 feet, and it's got pockets. And so waste food, old food, and this buildup of biofilm can get stuck in the pockets. If we're not eating a diet that's intended for our species, which is basically just raw fiber. Think about animals in nature. They're all eating their species-specific diet. They're not burdened by cooked foods and all these things in their digestive system. Their digestive systems are working as intended, but we're not. We're eating, we've adapted to these cooked food diets that take us out of the natural balance and create this um, unnatural balance in our gut. So, when, you know, if we're eating a lot of fiber, it's not going to accumulate so quick. But if we're eating denatured food diets, hamburgers and fries and pie and ice cream, and mm -hmm. all of the things that we love as comfort foods, it creates that buildup and the pockets form and the waste can't get out and it accumulates in the digestive system. So we've got biofilms, we've got old hardened mucus and proteins in there. We've got old food that hasn't come out in years. And that combination is what continually poisons us and makes us sick and we have health problems and we don't know why and the doctors can't help us and the pills don't work and we're still burdened by our health problems and this is why we're being poisoned from the inside. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I had someone on my channel um, and she was told she was probably going to die and she had to sit around in a wheelchair and she did a one-year juice cleanse and literally like she totally changed her life. She's walking around and it was a miracle. So she did the juices for an entire year, 365 days. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And the doctors were like, wow, crazy. Cause she just like, she's in like radiant health now. And she was in such a terrible spot. Yeah. I think there's a downside to doing juices for an extended period of time, but there's also an upside. And I always tell this to people in coaching when I coach people is that it's not just a walk in the park. I mean, if we're going to go for an extended period of time with no fiber, the bowel musculature will atrophy over time. And then when we rebuild the strength of the gut to handle large volumes of fiber, which is really what we should be eating with raw food, large volumes of raw fiber, then our, and our digestive system is weak from starting that off with a, a juice fast, then there is a hurdle there. We have to rebuild the strength of the gut. You know, my juice fasting protocol has evolved into a two-part series now. The first part is the protocol on how to do a juice fast exactly the recipes, the quantities, and how mm -hmm. long and everything. But then the second part is how to break the fast and how to rebuild the gut microbiome after a juice fast, which is maybe even more important because anybody can do a juice fast, but mm -hmm. breaking the fast in a way that creates sustainability over time, that's where the real magic happens. And that's where the real advantage comes in. And we want to use it as a two-stage thing. Do a juice fast, clean the gut out, but then rebuild and reestablish those bacterial colonies and the strength of the bowel musculature based on raw food. And we're going to set ourselves up to win long-term. Yeah. Don't just go back to eating like crappy foods right after the juice fast, you know? And so many people do that because, mm -hmm. you know, it, juice fasting, um, any kind of fasting, water fasting or juice fasting or whatnot is easy 
to do during the fast because we've got a protocol to follow. We're like, okay, I know what to do. I don't have to worry about what food to eat. It, it eliminates so many variables and that's a freedom for certain people, especially if you have food addictions or you know, you're emotionally addicted to certain foods that takes that variable out. And then you mm -hmm. go back to solid food, bam, you're back to your, all your variables. It's stressful and people give in to their cravings. That's why we need coaching and support beyond the juice fast too. We really need to have a plan in place beyond the juice fast to get the long-term results. If we're really going to transform our health and our life, if we're going to be raw vegans, for instance, long-term successfully, I think there, there really needs to be some level of accountability through that first year. That's what I think. The first mm -hmm. year is the most critical. Mm -hmm. And okay. So for somebody who wants to do juice fast, how do you think they know what the right time period is for them? Like how long to go for them? Well, there's never a time to hesitate doing a juice fast. I mean, literally people will come up excuse with excuses till they're blue in the face. Oh, I don't have the time. Oh, the money. Oh, the time of year. Oh, my family. Oh, I've got this going on. Oh, I work, you know, full time. Um, but there's never really a better time than right now. It's like if you're putting cheap gas in your Ferrari and the Ferrari's like sputtering and misfiring, it's like, well, that's no good. Just put the better gas in the Ferrari, mm -hmm. go to the pump and buy the premium octane. And all of a sudden, bam, the thing's firing how it should. There's no better time to put the right fuel in the vehicle. Mm -hmm. And so there's no better time than right now to start transforming our health really honestly. And for for someone who's never done one, how do you think they can gauge how long they should go? Like if they, they've never done one, they're like, should I start with one day, three days, seven days? Or do you think everybody just kind of follows their gut and goes with what's right for them? No, no, I didn't know, Jillian. I think <laughs> that when people say, I'm going to listen to my intuition, I'm going to listen to my body. I think it's just a mediocre excuse to not do the real work necessary to be a badass in their life and to transform their health and to be a leader, to exercise personal leadership and to just be, to just get on with it and not be in this low mentality, low vibration. So no, we don't want to just do a three day cleanse or a seven day cleanse. I think it's absolutely pointless. If we want to be healthy, just eat raw food. If you want to just cleanse and have a, a good health experience, just eat fruits and salads, base your meals off around fruits and raw mm -hmm. smoothies and big, beautiful salads filled with a robust variety of fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds. That is the best strategy for 99% of people. If we're going to do a juice fast, we're doing it for one reason. I'm going to just assert my, my certainty on this topic right here. I'm going to lay it down. We don't have to, we don't want to do a juice fast for any other reason than to remove the mucoid plaque, the waste and the biofilm out of the digestive system. If we're not going into a juice fast for that purpose, then we should just eat raw food. That's going to be a better strategy. If we're going to do a juice fast, we want to commit to go as long as it takes to remove all of the waste out of the digestive system, to go in, get it done as effectively and as quickly as possible and as efficiently as possible, and then get out. I don't think hanging out in a juice fast is ideal for most people. If we have really severe chronic illness, yes, we might need to go an extended period of time, like 360 days or so, but that's in extreme cases. Most people will be able to get out the biofilms, empty the GI tract and uh, prepare their gut for a raw vegan diet within 40 days. You know, if we're relatively healthy. So committing it to as long as it takes is really the goal. I do not recommend three days, six days, seven day juice fasts at all. I think it's a waste of time. Personally, it'd be better just to eat a fruit, you know, do a fruit cleanse or something like that for three days. And do you think everybody has mucoid plaque? What if somebody's like, wow, I've been juicing for 30 days, 40 days. I haven't seen any of this plaque. All these people are talking about. Do you think everybody has it at this day and age? Yeah. I, I think that, um, it's so common that we think these cooked food diets are normal we're grow we we are raised on these denatured diets we we think you know it's so normal to eat like apple pie or something like that but unfortunately these types of foods will directly create biofilms 
in the gut through the bacteria, mm-hmm. like I was saying. And so if we are someone who was raised on a standard American diet, as they say, hot dogs, hamburgers, and apple pie, then yeah, we certainly do have an accumulation of biofilms. And we can call that mucoid plaque, but I believe mucoid plaque is really just a, an accumulation of different types of biofilms. So in my experience and my opinion, Everybody has mucoid plaque, but not everybody is able to get it out in a timely manner or on a first juice fast. Some people are chronically constipated and don't know it. And I experience this all the time where people say they have regular bowel movements every day and they say, oh, well, I'm not constipated because I have a bowel movement every day. Well, really, there could still be chronic constipation in the digestive system. You could still have pockets of waste that are not moving, that have been in there for decades, poisoning you from the inside and still have a bowel movement every day. So you might misunderstand what constipation really is. If we have any inflammation in our joints, arthritis, fibromyalgia, lupus, MS, uh, skin inflammation of any kind, irritable bowel syndrome of any kind, these are symptoms of chronic constipation. Mm -hmm. And so- It doesn't matter if we're having a daily bowel movement. We have to address the health of the gut as a whole to eliminate these health problems. And no, um, none of the mainstream medical systems for taking care of these issues work. They don't even know what these issues are. So we, again, we have to be pioneers for ourselves here. If we're going to really truly heal ourselves, we've got to be willing to go all the way in to natural healing methods and not do it half-ass, not dip our toe, but commit. We've got to mm-hmm. decide this is the right calling. My intuition is telling me this is right. And I've got to go all the way in and I've got to do it for 40 days and then I'm done. <clears throat> Absolutely. And what you're saying about bowel movements, I mean, I think a lot of people think maybe one bowel movement a day is good. Like you said, like a bowel movement a day, but I mean, from my experience going raw, I have two to four bowel movements a day now. And I just, my digestive system feels so much healthier. And I think it's a lot healthier for people to have multiple bowel movements rather than just one a day. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We should probably have one for every, you know, meal that we eat. And in my line of work, I can't tell you how many people who are like on these heavy meat-based diets, even carnivore style keto diets that the mainstream narrative is pushing that say, well, I'm not constipated. Well, I'm telling you, if you're eating foods that have no water and no fiber and are cooked and are denatured and have no enzymes and have mutated proteins because it's denatured, you are constipated, period. There's no alternative to that. Mm -hmm. The only way we can truly fix constipation, which is the root of all disease and health issues that we have, every single one from cancer to diabetes to heart disease all of it is the the root is that the 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 diet that we're eating that's the root and mm-hmm. the waste accumulation because of it so yeah we are chronically constipated whether we realize it or not and we really should be having multiple bowel movements per day so absolutely okay so when somebody is looking to do a juice fast say they want to do one right now and they're thinking how much juice should i drink in a day in your opinion when i did it like i juice feasted i think that's the key to success and i like to drink like as much as i want but what's your opinion for how much juice someone should count on drinking per day ideally it should be six quarts six 32 ounce servings per day with a blend of fruit juices, but more importantly, citrus juices, which are highly astringent and dissolving of biofilm and mucoid plaque in a combination with green juices. So we should ideally have three green juices. I recommend the lemon ginger blast recipe, which is a combination of of cilantro and parsley, which are really detoxifying herbs. Those two herbs are particularly important for juice fasting because they pull the toxins. Also ginger, which is a blood stimulant um, and highly detoxifying to the other organs of elimination like the kidney and liver. And then the lemon, which of course in the lemon ginger blast recipe, you know, is dissolving as well. So it's important to have that citrus for the dissolving quality. And then the base of the lemon ginger blast is apple and celery and cucumber, which are, you know, extremely hydrating and nourishing and full of enzymes and minerals. So that combination, 
in the green juice is absolutely key. And then we went about a, a three quarts or three liters of that per day. And then on the other side, we want to have fruit juices like um, my personal favorite is a combination of orange, um, grapefruit, and pineapple. They don't have to be mixed together. It can just be single quarts of those each. But pineapple is a very important one because pineapple has got high levels of bromelain and bromelain is the, a proteolytic enzyme. And it's found in abundance in pineapples and the proteolytic enzymes break down proteins. If we're talking about removing waste and biofilms out of the digestive system, we want to have enzymes assisting in the breakdown of these hardened proteins. So drinking pineapple juice is going to greatly assist in that. And pineapple juice is also delicious mm -hmm. and it's high in calories because it's a tropical fruit and it's dense. And it's anti-parasitic too. It's very anti-parasitic. Yeah. Anti-parasitic. It's the, it's like the best juice to have. So the mistake I see people making though, is that they don't want to follow the protocol. The protocol that I outlined for my clients, that is, they get a little bit um, like, you know, it's hard because it's hard. And so they go for the easier juices, like say apple juice, instead of the green juice, they'll have apple juice. And that's a mistake because I've coached people where I've been like, okay, you are struggling here. You don't want to do the green juice. Just do all apple juice. Go ahead. Do, do it your way. Do what you want. You're paying me as your coach anyway. Do what you want. And then they have no results. They don't ever get any detox symptoms. They don't get any mucoid plaque out. They don't get the results they want. They've invested 40 days and thousands of dollars paying for private coaching, and they don't even get the results they want at all because wow. they're not following the right protocol. Apple juice won't do it. Watermelon juice won't do it. There's a benefit to all juices. I mean, apple juice and, and watermelon juice are wonderful and they have their place. I would say they're best utilized mm -hmm. when you're deep in a juice fast and you're feeling sick from drinking the green juice and you can't take another quart of that green juice. It's going to make you just like throw up. There's moments where we can say, okay, I'm going to just have like a watermelon juice instead. But that's not going to get us further along. And so we have to kind of warrior up. If a juice fast is work, it's, it's hard. It's, you know, it, it challenges, it challenges us. It brings us to our edges. And if we can just, you know, do the, the hard work now, we're going to get it done with it quicker. And so, you know, just focusing on it is the best strategy. The more we rely on watermelon juices and apple juices, the less effective it's going to be. Okay. And how does someone differentiate between detox and maybe the juice cleanse not working and it's time for them to stop? It's a good question. I, I work with people every day on this topic. Um, there's a point where most people hit and reach where they think that their body is telling them that they're done with the fast. People, you know, the body is strong. The body is miraculously resilient and the body doesn't have the problem so much. It's the mind. Our mind wants to give up and our mind will give up way quicker than our body will. So the body needs consistency and it needs to just be in the process of the juice fasting to release that mucoid plaque. I have a client right now who's on day 30 of a juice fast, has not released mucoid plaque, is feeling tired and, and over it. And they're saying, well, I should just stop. I haven't released the mucoid plaque. I haven't gotten my results that I want, but I don't know if I can go on. This that's probably right when the, the results will come, right? Sometimes it's that's all in is. the head. If they yeah. just stick with it for another 10 days, maybe 15 days, maybe that's what they need. So <clears throat> we have to be careful that we don't let our mind get weak and tired and exhausted. And our ego starts to talk us down from what we need most. The better strategy is to just focus on what the body is telling us through the, the literal biofeedback. Have we released all the waste? Are we still having bowel movements? If we're still having bowel movements of solid waste 30 days into a juice fast, that's a clear indicator that we should continue, regardless of whether our mind wants to give up or not. So what I coach people on and what I say is the barometer and the dividing line is, have we stopped having bowel movements? Mm -hmm. If you're having mm -hmm. bowel movements, continue. Mm -hmm. And okay. if, and if we stop having bowel movements, 
you know, the, during a juice fast process, there's days where we might go three days, seven days without a bowel movement, and then it starts again. Mm-hmm. So we want to give it some time. If we've stopped having bowel movements, but we're only on day 20, pretty likely there's still a lot more waste in there that needs to come out and your body's just adapting and getting ready to release it. Lean into those juices, have the high bromelain pineapple juice, and definitely have the lemon ginger blast green juice. And that combination will keep us on track. And sometimes we just got to go past our comfort zone and push past. Absolutely. And what do you think are the best ways for people to stay, (coughs) excuse me, sorry, to stay motivated on the juice cleanse if they're feeling discouraged or like they're dealing with emotional detox and they feel like giving up? I think hiring a coach obviously is a great one. And what are some other ways you think? Well, there's only one way to stay motivated on anything in life, which is to have a vision for what we're trying to accomplish. Ask ourselves the question, what am I committed to creating? If we're just doing a juice fast because we think we should, we will give up very quickly. If we are just doing it because somebody else did it and we thought it looked cool. Oh, like I'd like to have the results they had. No, I mean, that's not motivation. We have to dig deep within ourselves and ask ourselves the question, what am I committed to creating? Who am I committed to being? And what am I enrolled in? Am I enrolled in somebody else's vision? Or am I enrolled in my vision? Or am I enrolled in me? There's no way we're ever going to be successful in anything in life unless we are enrolled in who we are. And how do we become enrolled in who we are? Because we are so damn committed to our vision of the life we want to create, the future we want to create, the future vision for humanity that we're hooked into, that it pulls us out of bed every day, that it motivates us like a fire under our ass to make us do the thing we don't want to do or to give us the motivation to keep going when we don't want to. I mean, whether we're an entrepreneur, whether we're, you know, trying to climb the corporate ladder, whether we're trying to heal, detox, do a juice fast, whatever it is, we need to be enrolled in ourselves and have a vision. I'd I'd say it's 90% mindset and um, leadership qualities, personal leadership qualities, than it is about the physicality. The physicality is so much, so minor compared to the mindset. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And when somebody's doing a juice cleanse, um, how much produce do you think you recommend for them to buy? I always say like people need so much more than they think when you're doing a juice cleanse, do you walk to the store every day or every couple of days? Or how do you think they can gauge how much produce they should buy? And should they be preparing all their juices themselves? I think that has the most life or are they okay mixing and matching some pre pre prepared juices and some fresh juices? Um, okay, that's a two-part question. Pre-prepared juices are an absolute no. Absolute no, in my opinion. The reason is that juices that are prepared by a juice uh, shop or a market aren't going to be at the level of strength and intensity that we're going to need, and also freshness. The freshness is important because of the volatile phytochemicals that are in there that will dissipate fairly quickly. Um, We want to make those, if we're going to store juices, we want to make them fresh and strong ourselves and then cap them up and put them in the fridge ourselves. The juices from the markets and the juice shops are just really mediocre and weak. They're not good. I mean, I'll go to the juice shop and get a juice once in a while, but it's more of like a treat. I don't think they're adequate. Yeah, it's a big difference in how you feel if you make one fresh and drink it in yeah. the kitchen versus if you're buying one at the store. Even if they're cold pressed, great company, it really is a big difference. I agree. Yeah, huge difference. And I'll tell you, try making the lemon ginger blast recipe at home and then go and get a green juice at the market and, and see the difference. I mean, it is night and day. The lemon ginger blast recipe specifically has it's altered. I can't even have juices from the juice shops anymore because I have a higher expectation of the quality that the juice should be just because I've had so much homemade fresh juice. So the other part of your question was how much, um, Mm -hmm. well, for instance, in my protocol that I have outlined for my clients, I outline exactly what the recipes are, the quantities you need to buy. So you can just 
calculate out how many days you need to buy you mm-hmm. know, nine stocks of nine bunches of celery, you know, for three days, whatever like that, you know, but in general, what I'd say is that um, for the first couple days or few days, just plan on going to the store every day, figure out how much you need to get through the day. And then you'll see very quickly how much you're using. And then you can buy three days out. I'd say no more than three days though. You know, mm-hmm. you can go to the store you know, less frequently than three days. And are there ways that you think people can do it on a budget? Like, are there certain juices? Do you think like carrot, apple, or like there's ways to do it like cheaper? Not really. What I recommend is that we prepare financially for a juice fast ahead of time. If we have to budget, like we don't have the cash just ready to go, then we just want to save up. We always have what we must have in life. If we're dedicated to it and we really need to do a juice fast for healing purposes or for life transformational purposes, where we really want to be raw vegan and we're really committed to it, then we will find the money. We can save up the money. I estimate it's about $1,000 for a 40-day juice fast for unlimited produce, six quarts a day of the highest quality organic produce you can get. $1,000 for a 40-day juice fast. That's Mm -hmm. what I estimate in general. Yes, we can save money if we buy non-organic or if we don't buy the ingredients for the lemon ginger blast, which is like turmeric, some things that might be a little bit more expensive and the herbs and stuff like that. But carrot apple juices are not going to be so effective for removing mucoid plaque. Again, it goes back to what is our goal? If our goal is going 365 days, then yeah, we're going to want to probably have more apple carrot types of juices, watermelon, things like that. If our goal is to remove mucoid plaque, however, we want to go into the juice fast with a voracious um, attention to the outcome, get the work done as quickly as possible and get out as quickly as possible. And we can do that in 40 days. If we focus on the high quality juices, make the juices at home ourselves and the quantity and the recipes that are recommended, that I recommend in my protocol. And then we're going to have the exact results that we want. If we really need to go longer though, like healing chronic illness, and we're going to juice fast for a year, that's such a unique circumstance that is not generally needed for most people. You know, Mm -hmm, absolutely. Most people just need to get in, do the detox and get out. And for that, it's going to be a thousand dollars or less for an entire juice fast. But you know what I always say to people? Okay, $1,000 is a drop in the bucket. Imagine developing chronic illness and having to take pharmaceutical drugs. You know, the doctors recommend you take pharmaceutical drugs for your hypothyroidism. And how much are you going to spend on that over the course of years? I mean, I I work with people who have been on thyroid medication for 20 years. You know, how much Mm -hmm. are they spending on that? And what is the cost of that emotionally? to feel so helpless, to surrendered our power to the medical establishment that is this void of, of, of soul. There's no soul and it's just not true. So we're just met with like nothingness because there's no truth. There's no, there's no relationship with like the divine in that equation. Mm-hmm. But when we juice fast, we do have a relationship with the divine because we're taking in high level phytochemicals and phytonutrients from, from raw plants which are the abundance for all life on earth. All nutrients come from plants, all of it. Every single nutrient known to mankind comes from the soil, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's such an incredible experience too. Well, I want to ask too, do you think that when people are juice cleansing, they should still take their supplements or no? The really common question. I think there's an opportunity when we juice fast to not take supplements. Why? Because like I said, we want to reconnect with the wisdom of our body. The, there's a, I don't know, the downside of taking supplements is that we think that we're disconnected. We're missing something. There's something that's not right. Even if it's just for 40 days, we do a juice fast, just surrender to the juices. We're not going to become nutrient deficient in 40 days. We're not going to become protein deficient in 40 days. We're not going to become omega-3 or B12 deficient in 40 days. In fact, most humans have many years worth of B12 in the folds of their tongue because the bacteria make it and stored there. We have at least a couple years of B12 supply in our body. 
most people. And so we don't need to hold on. I think the real opportunity with a juice fast is to surrender, fully surrender. The power of surrendering will lead us to um, greater benefit than trying to hold on by taking supplements. So I don't think the real answer to that question is in the supplement itself, but more about like, what is the spiritual and mental relationship we're we're undertaking with a juice fast, you know, allow the spiritual relationship to unfold. And that's going to be more beneficial than trying to hold on to everything, like by taking supplements. It's like so holding on to take mm-hmm. supplements during. A well juice said. Fast. You have a way with words, Shane. Oh, thanks. Very Tony. well <laughs> said. I want to ask too do you think that when people are juice fasting, they should still drink water or no? I think when we are drinking six quarts of, I would say qualified water. Qualified water is water that's highly absorbable by the body because it's mixed with nutrients, it's mixed with carbohydrates and minerals and salts, you know, so that water is highly uh, hydrating. I would say that the chances of needing to drink just plain water while juice fasting are low. You probably won't need to, but if you have the inclination to drink some water, sure, there's no problem with drinking water, but we do want to make sure that we're having those six quarts of juice per day because of the calories required. I haven't said this yet, and I think this is a really important point. And if the viewers and listeners are still interested and here in this um, with us on this juice fast, this is so important. I'm going to say it right now. The calories necessary from a juice fast support our body in the detoxification process. Our body needs fuel, it needs energy, and it needs calories to detoxify and remove mucoid plaque and to empty the GI tract. It takes energy. People run the the mistake of feeling detoxy, feeling ill from their detox experience and reducing the juices because it's a psychological thing. It's like, oh, well, when I drink this juice, I get sick. Let me have less juice, I'll get less sick. But the opposite is true. If we're drinking juices and we're starting to feel detox symptoms and we feel sick, we need to drink more juices, which supplies the body with more energy and more hydration to make the detox process go quicker. And that will allow us to get in, do the work and get out as efficiently as possible. If we reduce the juices to one quart, two quarts, three quarts per day, we are undernourished, undercaloried, and we will struggle and not have the experience we want, and we will not have a good juice fasting experience. And the key here is total abundance. Six quarts, well, six quarts would be ideal, sometimes up to eight quarts, but no less than four quarts, four 32-ounce containers per day. That would Mm -hmm. be absolute minimum to maintain the body's energy requirements for proper detoxification. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's important that we say too, which I forgot to mention early on that on a proper juice fast or juice cleanse, like you're only drinking the juice, you're not drinking coffee or tea. Cause I know a lot of people ask me, I don't know if you get asked this question a lot. Can I still drink coffee and tea? But that's, I mean, I don't know about teas. I don't think so. Right. They dehydrate you a bit for the juice cleanse. In my opinion, you shouldn't have any of that. Yeah. Like supplements, we really want to use the opportunity to surrender. Surrendering is a powerful thing. You know, I mean, let's Mm -hmm. ask ourselves the version of life that we currently have. Are we happy with that? Are we happy with our health? Are Mm -hmm. we happy with our level of success? I mean, if we continue to do what we've always done, we're going to continue to get the same results that we've always gotten. A juice fast is an opportunity to break mental habits and to try something new. And we can get different results if we fully surrender to the process. The universe will guide us to the next step in our life, we'll have epiphanies. Maybe we'll change careers. Maybe we'll have realizations that will change the course of our life forever. That opportunity comes through surrendering. It doesn't come through holding on. Surrender the caffeine, surrender the pills, surrender the pharmaceutical drugs, surrender your thyroid medication. I mean, honestly, I've worked with so many people who are afraid to go off of their thyroid medication or their blood pressure medication. and. I mean, while 
while there's a truth to that, I don't want to say under every single circumstance, we should just stop all pharmaceutical drugs, but there is an opportunity. And most people don't even need the pharmaceutical drugs even in the first place. It's all in the mind. It's like a Dumbo's feather. And the surrendering, the surrendering is really what holds the most potential. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well said. Well, I was going to ask, I know some people wonder, can they still drink a little bit of nut milk on the juice cleanse or some fats? What do you think about that? There is a certain amount of fatty acids in the lemon ginger blast, especially well in all juices, there's going to be a certain amount of fats, but if you make the lemon ginger blast with, with the the recipe that I outline, you can see the fat in the juice, the, the, the parsley and cilantro have fats in them. You can see it floating on the juice. So honestly, there's enough fats in the juices for a 40 day juice fasting experience. If we were going to go longer, say for instance, we have extreme chronic illness or extreme chronic constipation, and we need to go 90 days, we can possibly supplement with like an omega-3 oil, you know, flaxseed oil, teaspoon of flaxseed oil, like a couple times a week or something, if we're going to go for an extended period of time. But again, even then we're falling into the illusion that we're more our body than we are our mind. Healing starts in the mind. Transformation starts in the mind. Success starts in the mind. If we want to create a different version of life, like thriving with at the highest level of health, most of that's in our mind. And if we think, well, I'm going to have to maintain the status quo, I'm going to have to maintain the old version of me, then we're, we're really just holding on. So again, it's like there is a need to surrender. It includes fats, includes all the, the pills and the caffeine and all of that. So, um, but again, there's fats in the juices. And if we need to, we can have like a teaspoon of flaxseed oil. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what do you think is the best juicer for somebody if they don't have a juicer? Um, as an as a long term raw vegan, I'm going on five years now as a raw raw vegan. Um, I eat fruits. Okay, I don't juice fruits as a raw vegan. I eat fruit mono meals, but I juice green juices because the greens, for instance, are harder to eat. Like it's really nice to juice greens. You get a, you get all the nutrition from the greens, and. I don't know if I always want to sit down and eat large quantities of greens. It's such a nice convenience to have the green juices as a raw vegan. So I would say buy a juicer for the green juices specifically and not the fruit juices. And I know a lot of people promote juicers that have big shoots that can handle like entire um, apples and things like that for the convenience factor. But in my opinion, we shouldn't even really be focused on juicing whole fruits or apples anyway. You just eat those, eat those. I think that's my strategy for success long-term as a raw vegan is to eat the fruits and juice the greens. I do eat salads, big salads every day. I love eating salads, but I eat salads more for the cessation to fill up my stomach, to feel full. And then I juice greens to get lit up and to get really high and to get like that buzz and I get tingly and all that stuff. So for the green juices, (laughs) the best juicer is the Green Star Elite juicer, in my opinion, because it's got the twin gears that rotate against each other. So it's like your, it's like your two teeth, you know, grinding. It, It makes easy work of greens and you can juice like thin little leafy greens, like cilantro and mint, you know, and parsley. And it just extracts so much vital juice out of those herbs. Mm-hmm. And what do you think are the biggest benefits of a juice cleanse? <clears throat> the biggest benefits of a juice cleanse, spiritual and emotional detoxification and transformation mm-hmm. right there. That's the biggest benefit. The body follows the mind. So I think, you know, if we're talking about the hierarchy, we're talking about the higher self, you know, the, the etheric, like spiritual realms, the higher self universal consciousness, universal mind, then our mental body, like, you know, our mind, our soul, you know, and then our, our physical body. Mm -hmm. So, and it's in that hierarchy we want to. And so the biggest transformation is in our relationship to the higher mind, the universal mind connection to the divine, 
right there. Bam. You want a better life? Connect, have a better, deeper, more intuitive connection to the divine. And then our own intuition, um, our own life purpose, our own life mission. That's like our soul work, our soul destiny on planet Earth. I think juice fasting and a raw vegan diet helps get us in tune with that. And I mean, geez, can you imagine being more in tune with your own life's fulfillment and purpose and destiny? Mm -hmm. People say, I want to be happy. Like, what's the purpose of life? I just want to be happy. That's got to be the purpose of life. No, no. What, what does happiness come from? If we pursue happiness, I think this is an interesting point. If we pursue happiness, we're never going to find it. It doesn't exist that way. Happiness is the result of fulfillment. Fulfillment is really what we should be pursuing. And what do we, how do we find fulfillment? We find fulfillment by being on purpose for our unique life mission. That means we have to know what our life mission is and our life purpose. How do we find that? It's an inside job. We've got to go inward. We find the freedom of life, the solutions to life through the inner experience. And juice fasting is a gentle and powerful guide to the inner experience, which is going to lead us to understanding our purpose and therefore our fulfillment and therefore our happiness. <laughs> so in other words, juice fasting can bring us true lasting happiness. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And this has been great. You've answered so many amazing questions. I just want to ask to end off, is there anything you would say to people watching who are maybe struggling with their health? They might feel like a juice cleanse is so intimidating, but they feel called to maybe do this. Any words of encouragement to kind of get them going to actually take the steps to do this? Hmm. It's such a great question. It's such a great question. I'm a coach. I come at this from different angles for people, depending on, on where they're at. Um, I would say that we get stuck. And when we're stuck, it's hard to, to know how to move or, or where we should move. You know, we kind of like get paralyzed in non-action. And I think most of us find ourselves there and there's nothing wrong with that. But if we find ourselves paralyzed in non-action, Say we're overweight and we are not happy with our body weight or we're, we have health problems and we know that we can fix the health problems if we just embark on the right health and healing journey, but we don't know how and we're like in that paralysis. That's when we might need to exert a little bit of willpower to just get over the hurdle. Willpower is just used for that purpose, a little bit of temporary motivation. We never use willpower to sustain a raw vegan diet. We never use willpower to sustain health and healing over time. That's all done through vision. Vision is what propels us and lights the fire, gets us out of bed, pulls us into the, the future. Vision pulls us. It doesn't push us. It pulls. We're compelled. We're excited. We're lit up. We're turned on by it. You know, that is vision. But there are times and place for willpower. And if we are overweight, if we're stuck, if we're unhappy, if we're miserable, if we're struggling, that's when we need to use a little bit of willpower. So buck up and do the work to get over the hurdle. That's what I say. There's times in life where we just need to be strong for ourselves and be a leader for ourselves. And I will just say it's temporary. The, the courage required, the anger required at your own complacency is just a temporary burst to get you over the hurdle. Once you're in action, once you get the ball rolling, the momentum carries you. And then you can use that momentum to connect in with your vision. And we can use the power of natural healing through raw foods and juicing to connect with our vision. And once we connect with our vision, like I said, we're going to be on that path to fulfillment. So getting over the hurdles, a little bit of inertia, use a little bit of willpower to get courage, courageous. And the other thing is I would say anger is really important. We're told as kids, we shouldn't be angry. And anger is a, an ugly, undesirable emotion. But sometimes if we're stuck, if we're complacent, we need to get angry at not ourselves, not other people, but angry at the complacency, angry at the situation. And anger is a boundary setting human emotion. And we're setting a boundary by getting angry, by saying, I'm no longer going to tolerate this. Gosh, darn it. I'm angry that I've allowed myself to get here. You know, not, don't get angry at yourself. Just get angry at the complacency and set a boundary 
And so in that way, anger is important. And I use anger to propel me to ne the next levels of my success in my life. I actually started my juice fast because I was angry. I was wow. angry at how pissed off I was that I had allowed myself to have this chronic skin inflammation for five years and that I was so you know, distracted by life and the pressures of surviving that I allowed myself to get that way. And then when I started Raw Vegan Heroes, my group coaching program, which is, has five, almost 500 members now, when I started that, I did it out of anger. I, start, I, was, I propelled the launch of my membership because I was angry at my complacency and my lack of success and my lack of taking action. See, anger is not a bad thing. It can fuel you. And whenever I'm angry, I think, you know what, this emotion, it's better than fear. Like it could, it's not like, you know, I would rather be angry than fearful. So like, it's not such a bad thing. And I like how you talk about how it's okay to feel angry or sometimes it's okay to feel sad, you know, because some people I think, think if you're not feeling like the same emotion all the time or like steady and happy, like something's wrong with you. If you're having like polarity of different emotions and feelings. Yeah. No, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an epidemic <laughs> in our like consciousness that we've got to be people pleasers. We've got to make sure everybody else feels safe and comforted around us. I mean, especially women fall into this, you know, as moms and stuff, you know, like creating, you know, giving up of themselves for others and men do it too Men do it too. But really the people pleaser in us, is a, a mechanism that gets us stuck. And I would say most people who have chronic health issues that they want to fix are people pleasers because they've bypassed their own truth for someone else's comfort. Um, and ultimately, if we're not standing in our truth, if we're not speaking our truth, we're doing no favors to anyone. Ultimately, our children, our spouses, our best friends, our circles of influence, our coworkers, everyone we know and interact with at any given day, they need us to stand up and speak our truth, no matter how blunt, no matter how violent it might seem. It is what everyone needs from us. If we're not speaking our truth, we are, we are stuck. And I think that's where people get into the chronic health issues as is they have stopped speaking their truth, stopped being in their truth. And then it compounds and we get more burdened and more reclused and more loaded on top of us and more paralyzed. But, you know, I have a private client right now who I'm working with, who's a Christian woman, and she believes in meditation and Kundalini yoga. And these types of belief systems don't fit into the Christian ideologies. The Christians think that that's the devil's work. And so she wants to speak her truth to her Christian community about meditation, but she's afraid if she speaks up and speaks her truth, she'll be ostracized and judged that she is somehow, you know, doing the devil's work. That's the kind of stuff that we get into, you know? So I'm coaching her to speak her truth and that she will never do anybody any favors by being quiet. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Wow. Well, this has been amazing. I truly appreciate your presence here. I feel like I'm sure you've helped a tremendous amount of people out there watching. I hope you guys, the viewers have gained value from this. If you have definitely give it a big thumbs up right now. And I do want to say, Shane, where can everybody find you for those people who don't already follow you on your platforms? Yeah. Thanks, Jillian. My website is rawveganrising.com. If you go to my website, you can find information about my membership coaching program, Raw Vegan Heroes. It's under the membership tab. And the membership tab will tell you everything you need to know about how to join and what you get, all the benefits, the protocol downloads, which are instant downloads. I have a 14-day meal plan for transitional cooked vegan, high raw, and fully raw with over 60 recipes with shopping lists and pantry recommendations, which really helps people going from square one. I also have a video course that's instant access when you join my membership called the Raw Vegan Success Path video course, how to go from a non-vegan to a raw vegan hero. And it's a 37-part video course on the emotional and spiritual transformation that we must go through to reclaim our health and the hero's journey, the mythology of the hero going through their death and rebirth transformation. It's really powerful. I 
think that the price of the membership is worth that video course alone. And then on top of it, you get our, my private Facebook group, which currently has almost 500 members, which is where we celebrate the lifestyle with posts and pictures and people juice fasting. And I have three assistant coaches in the group right now, besides myself, I do a weekly live stream. I mean, it's such a culture of celebration and fun. So for anyone who's going to do a juice fast, I believe it's the best juice fasting support in the world. And it is extremely comprehensive. It gives you everything you need. And it's an entire year for the price of admission into the group. So rawveganrising.com. And I also have a tab called work with me for my private coaching. If someone wants to work privately with me. And you're on Instagram too, under raw vegan rising, right? Yeah. All my other social is raw vegan rising. So yeah, that's right. Instagram is raw vegan rising. YouTube is raw vegan rising. Okay. Well, thanks again, Shane, so much for everything you've added today to this conversation. And I just want to say to the viewers as well, I love interacting with you guys. If you have any more questions or comments, definitely do comment them down below and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye. That was great. Thanks so much.